Creating sustainable development while facing today's challenges of our society requires a group effort. While ESG investing is a well-established practice in Europe and North America, such investment strategies are lacking in the region. And for that reason, the Private Investment Group has been developing projects for quite some years now and is helping startups not only through fundraising, but also through platforms like Rethink Podcast and Unite Events, a concept that is set to raise the bar and bring together the pioneers and the agents of change from the full global spectrum of business under one roof. The next Unite event is going to be organized in Monaco in May this year. Joining me today is the founder and CEO of the Private Investment Group, Alistair Lidl. Today, I'm happy to present a special episode with a special guest, Alistair Lidl, founder and CEO of the Private Investment Group. Alistair, welcome to Rethink. Thank you very much, Nicolette. Thank you. The Private Investment Group, the company that you founded, is developing for quite some years now projects that support startups and platforms like this one, Rethink and also UNITE, a project that we are going to develop further in, uh, in today's interview. You are, so you are trying to promote the principles of responsible business. But we all know that meeting sustainable development while facing today uh, challenges of our society requires a group effort. So it's, it's, it's more popular than ever uh, to discuss about the ESG investment. It's a concept that is well developed in Europe and North America, but I'm very interested to know how is the trend, how are the trends here in the region? Yeah, so it's, it's an interesting one. I think, I think the, the overall label of, of ESG as a sector um, was, was here. It just wasn't defined in that, in that way. So, you know, for the last five to seven years, UAE, Saudi, Bahrain, Oman, etc., have all been trying to move away from an oil-based economy. You know, they've been looking into areas of naturally then looking at sustainable um, different sectors and, and ways that they can improve. So it's 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 been an undercurrent here of looking in that direction uh, quite strongly. Um, and of course, if you move away from an oil-based sector, it has to be sustainable by by its need of what it needs to fill. And, and the shoes it needs to fill, essentially. So, the the region here is 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 tremendously engaged in in looking at ways that whether it's as an environmental or social. You know, we hear news recently. I think yesterday came out. There's two trillion dollars of sort of unlocked potential from from a green finance uh, perspective, for example. Um, obviously, Expo 2020, which was the last six months here in Dubai, ended up naturally being a, a, a huge advocate for the ESG space and sector and every country had their pavilions, you know, a hundred of them, were all focusing on the energy of tomorrow or um, supply chain or logistics, but ways in which they can be more sustainable, um, you know, over the next 20, 30, 50 years. Um, so, yeah, the spotlight, I would say, is very much on, on the sector here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we are talking about impact investing as well. And why do you think that uh, 
this growing trend is, play, is playing a more important role in experienced investors' portfolio because this is the, the domain you are active in and you have contact and we, you know this uh, this industry. Why do you think that impact investing is is getting this role in uh, in discussion? Um, I, I think I mean every portfolio tries to diversify, you know, when it can, um, and you know we've seen huge huge trends over let's say the last 20 years with the internet boom you know in the 90s we've had other areas that, that people look at now we look at electric cars are probably the ones that people look uh, most to when obviously we hear a lot about elon musk and that's i'd say the general populace globally their their knowledge of esg um could be a lot deeper um but taking say an uh, a tesla um as an example um it opens up lots of different options, not just about getting power into that battery. It's what happens with the battery? How is that dealt with afterwards? How can that be upcycled or recycled? Um, so I think for this part of the world, there is, I'd say any, any kind of impact investment they look to make at the moment, um, it's bringing a value to its own country or its own region. This is what we see a huge trend of now. Um, you know, we've got technologies coming out of, you know, the, the West Coast in the US, coming out of London, coming out of Amsterdam, um, well, many, many countries. Uh, and they want to come here and they want to bring their technology here. Um, Dubai is almost a bit of a sandbox um, in that regard. They will embrace a new technology. They will throw their support behind it. They will run ways in which let's see if this works. Um, you know, Dubai is not an old city, so it has the infrastructure. It has the ability to try out new um, sort of innovative ways of being a more sustainable community and society. So I think uh, people are looking at it, you know, it's also something we look at philanthrocapitalism, which is sort of a slight twist on impact investment, that it's okay to invest in something and down the road reap your rewards. But as long as it's being invested in the right direction, that's what's important. So I, I think we're seeing a, a much, much bigger trend these days of capital flowing into sectors where before it was viewed more as philanthropy and people are sort of starting to now understand that actually, although it is of course philanthropic by its nature, there are huge business uh, growth and scalability that can come from a lot of the ESG investment space. Also, the, the, this is a topic that uh, you are uh, putting on the table on uh, on your Unite uh, concept events. Let's talk about more about this concept, about Unite. What is it? What is Unite concept? Yeah, sure. So Unite for, for, for me was always, look, there are, there are many, many great conferences in the world. Um, our goal was never to be another conference. Um, you know, for, for in the investment space, when you, when you have a lot of relationships, whether it's in the US, whether it's in Europe or, or out here in the Middle East, especially during COVID, things can get quite cold in terms of, definitely not literally, but they can get cold from, a, from a, everything being done on email. It's just about an investment deck. Those relationships have, have taken years to kind of build and develop. And it's, it's very important to make sure that there is a human aspect to that. So Unite was always a way for us to really bring together our investment partners, whether they were pension funds or sovereign funds or, or, or multi single family offices, ultra high net worths, you know, it, it was a chance for us to bring them together just to reignite um, our conversation, our dialogue with them. Um, and it, it, of course, made sense. Everyone likes to learn. 
Um, we never had any desire to have three pages of 45 different partners or sponsors. Um, it was always about saying, look, what's, what's a hot topic at the moment? What's really interesting for these investment managers or, or fund managers? What, what, what are they looking to see? So we will always bring in, you know, five or so companies to enjoy those maybe two days, three days, four days sometimes that we do and, and, and host everyone together. So there's, there's a chance for people to discuss, learn, of course, hopefully make some investments as well. Um, so it's a, it's a very, very strong platform which takes place in Dubai, in Monaco, in New York, um, in Davos, obviously during the World Economic Forum. It's, uh, it, it's, a, it's a pretty unique space. A lot of our guests, we're fortunate, are not the people you would normally see at events um, because they're, you know, they're principals of, of very, very large family offices. Um, and, and it's not usually within their purview to want to sort of go walking around conferences, getting hammered from 58 directions at one moment. So we're very fortunate to have a, a fairly um, enviable uh, group of people that join us. Um, and obviously our next one is, is Monaco. We are going to discuss about this uh, in just a few seconds, uh, but why, why, why is ESG more important uh, now than ever for UNITE uh, concept? Because this is probably the first year you are going to put this on the agenda of, of your meetings with the investors and the startups. Um, the encouraging thing, I mean, apart from it being an important thing for us, you know, personally, um, and, and having a bit of a responsibility from that perspective, um, the exciting thing is it's investment driven. So it's not us trying to say, you know, stop investing in, in stocks, stop investing in public equities, just start investing over here. This is driven by major, major corporations, major companies that are all kind of moving towards that space. Um, so what they want to do is a lot of the principals want to start understanding more so why and how they can get more involved and you know, one thing triggers, one investment might trigger a, a really good improvement from a sustainability perspective here, but what are the environmental impacts? And actually the reality is, is that it's building an entire new business ecosystem. So these now five things, five different subsectors from that one investment actually could create five new businesses because they all have a role to play in maintaining that sustainable development as you move down the chain. So it's, it's, a, it's a fascinating, sort of space at the moment where you know a lot of capital is flowing in um but esg as a whole is an, is an enormous topic it's huge it's almost taking a mirror image of the entire business world and structure at the moment and turning it on its head um so it's 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 prolific really in its size so our, one of my focuses is always to try and break it down you know depending on the audience of of those small subsectors that could be uh, of, of high interest in diversity, inclusion. Yes, of sustainability, you have things like fuel. Um, and we see a lot of big corporations, big companies moving towards, you know, sustainable aviation fuel or developing new fuels with, you know, to, to be able to hit net zero um, and a lot of these different areas. So it's, it's, a, it's twofold for us, responsibility, but also uh, investment driven. Um, mm -hmm. which is which is the exciting part 
of course, we have to discuss more about and, and develop more uh, this uh, Unite uh, Monaco edition because it, it has something specific in it. Uh, it's it's in the same time with the Formula Uno, yes, Formula One. Yeah. So um, we have to discuss also about the sustainable evolution of the auto industry, and you you have this on on the agenda. Can you tell us more about this? Yeah, sure. So I mean, Monaco as a as a whole, obviously led um, incredibly by Prince Albert, is is very focused. I mean, you have obviously the um, the oceans, uh, which are a big focus for, for Prince Albert himself, uh, with things like the Ocean Gala taking place and, and tens of millions raised each year, which gets pumped into businesses for keeping the oceans clean, sustainable, fishing, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, we see Monaco Marina being turned into the world's leading smart marina to improve upon uh, the logistics, mobility, wasted space, you know, in terms of, of boats and sizes and lots of different areas they're looking to improve on. So it's in its own way, it's becoming a hotbed of um, sustainable innovation, quite, quite clearly. So for us, obviously, with the Formula One uh, weekend going on, we hear many, many times, for example, the Mercedes team, it's, it's Mercedes Petronas. Petronas is obviously one of the leading um, you know, sort of uh, chemical companies in the world, and they're developing new fuels for the car to use to be high performance and, and in, incredibly Im impactful when it comes to uh, emissions, for example. Formula One has often for years been used as a test bed for new technologies that once proven to be efficient and work, then get rolled out into the new Mercedes cars or into the new Alfa Romeo cars or Ferrari cars, whatever they may be. So there's always been an enormous focus from Formula One on these sectors and it's obviously therefore a, a very good time to be to be raising it you know ESG as a topic and a subject for for a lot deeper discussion so one of our panels which we'll host on the boat is is obviously the future of fuel um, so we have people from Petronas coming on to talk about uh, the fuels that they're developing we have you know new biodiesels which have been made uh, in Switzerland uh, for for high performance and zero emission we have CEOs of, of major oil companies around the world coming to talk about um, what they're doing as a business you know businesses that have made tens of billions of dollars um, but i know personally that there's millions being poured into what the next 50 years is going to look like for them and it's going to look very different from the last 50 years so it, it's it's exciting because it's gone beyond the point of um corporate social responsibility it's it, it's for some, maybe, but for the for the vast majority, it's it's um, it's an actual change in the direction of their company. It's not just ticking a box um, to be to be viewed as doing the right thing. Um, mm -hmm. They understand that, you know, many people. If we look at the younger generations now, I'd say ninety percent of those people growing up will drive an electric car. There's a there's a there's a larger personal personal social responsibility in. That those sort of two younger generations now, I'd say much more so than 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 my generation or the generation before me. So um, I, I think there's a demand and people will not use a brand if they do not feel it shares their personal goals and values. Um, and, and businesses have started to understand this. So it's it's very, very encouraging to see. So obviously looking at fuel is is an important um, aspect given, given the Formula One. Um, and, and these are the people out there who are, really leading the way when it comes to, to that development.
Yes, we, we, we are living such a, such an exciting times and uh, everything is transforming and we leave this transition to a more sustainable uh, world for, for real. But we've reached our, our, uh, our, the end of our discussion, but not, uh, not before addressing you one last question. It's a surprise question for, for every guest of this podcast. And that is because I know you are a parent and you have a vision for the for 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 the next 50 years you you just mentioned your your child will uh, will live in this new world hopefully in a more sustainable world but how how does this world look like how would you like to 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 look like for your daughter for your children i i think for for me personally it's a it's in, it's increasing the personal responsibility of each of us that's for me kind of it because we we know from other things and other other areas could be in sports could be in music could be in any any, anything when a group unites together and the power that group can can create is is exponential so for me i see obviously would like to see a lot of the uh, a lot of the current damaging industries to you know to the world obviously we look at climate change we look at the countries and what politicians are doing or not doing um at the moment to to make improvements but i actually wholeheartedly believe that the businesses and innovations that are being made out of the, the private sector at the moment fall very much in line as i mentioned with the values of most a lot of individuals around the world and so i think when that collective personal responsibility kind of pulls together um politicians governments um some of the public sector are kind of forced to toe the line even though they're, they're meant to be the ones who are the the regulatory the legislative um you know setters um i actually believe that it's kind of more of a humanity driven um responsibility and improvement so um yeah i i hope that the we can still see the stars and we can still you know drive the car although i'm sure by that point it will be autonomously driven and it will be electric which is great um so yeah i i i i see it as very positive but it, 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 it like many things in the world it will be human driven uh, it will be driven by humanity's wish to survive to improve to um you know have that personal responsibility for you and your and your hopefully legacy Alistair, thank you it was a pleasure to to have you as a guest uh, at a very think podcast thank you very much thank you Oh, you know, man, you know, man, you know, man, you know, man.